First John chapter 4, verses 7 to 8, the message translation. My beloved friends, let us continue to love each other since love comes from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a relationship with God. The person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love. Hi people, Mildred Kingsley Okonkwo here and this is Bible Before Breakfast. You know, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story about the prodigal son. And a lot of times we think that story is about the boy, how he's bold enough to go to his dad and ask for the lot that followed to him, King James Version. But the truth of the matter is, if you read that story very, very carefully, you'll find out that it really has not too much to say about the boy, except you're trying to dig really deep. This story is actually the story of the father, the father's love. It shows us the nature of God. So maybe we should quickly run to Luke 15 and let's try to read the story. And I'll still stick to the Message Bible. And here Jesus is telling the story. And it says there was once a man who had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, I want right now what's coming to me. And to be honest, and to be very fair to his father, that was one of the worst things you could do to a dad. Literally saying, I want you to die so I can have what you plan to give me. But anyway... The father divides the property between both sons. And it wasn't long before the young son packed his bags and left for a distant country. There, undisciplined and dissipated, he wasted everything he had. He became prodigal. After he had gone through all his money, there was a bad famine all through that country and he began to feel it. He signed on with a citizen there who assigned him to his fields to slop the pigs. He was so hungry, he would have eaten the corn cobs in the pig slop, but no one would give him any. And that brought him to his senses. One of my favorite verses. That brought him to his senses. King James said, then he came to himself. And he said, all those farm hands working for my father, sit down to three meals a day. And here I am starving to death. I'm going back to my father. I'll say to him, father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son. Take me on as a hired hand. He got right up and went home to his father. And when he was still a long way off, his father saw him. His heart pounding. He ran out, embraced him and kissed him. And the son started his speech. Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son ever again. But his father wasn't listening. He was calling to the servants, quick, bring a clean set of clothes and dress him. Put the family ring on his finger, sandals on his feet. Then get a prize winning heifer and roast it. We're going to feast. We're going to have a wonderful time. My son is here, giving up for dead and now alive, giving up for lost and now found. And they began to have a wonderful time. Now the story continues, but I'm going to stop here for now. The first scripture I read to you, 1 John 4, tells us that God is love. And if you don't know God, 
then I don't really think that you understand what love really is. If you look at the story very carefully and very closely, it tells us that this son did everything that could possibly make a father hate him. He went to his dad, still alive, and asked for the lot that followed to him. He said, I want right now what you plan to give me. In other words, I'm not going to wait for you to die. You're taking too long to die, so give me what is mine right now. Yours? How? Just because it's an inheritance? His father could have decided not to give him, but he did. He left home and wasted everything. Let's think about it for a minute. This probably years of his father's hard work, years of sacrifice, years of discipline, years of blood, sweat, tears, just so he could leave an inheritance for his sons. And this boy takes it away and in months had wasted it all. Why? Because he had no idea how to earn it. So he lost it. But at some point, the Bible says that he came to his senses. He came to himself. He realized that even the slaves or the servants on his father's farmlands were doing better than he was. At least they were getting three meals a day. And that was more than he was getting. So he thought to himself, I'll go back to my father. And he practiced this whole speech, and rightfully so. He should. He should practice the speech because his father should be mad. His father should be really furious and really angry with him. And so he practiced this whole speech about how he was going to say, I've repented before God and repented before you. And yet I understand that even if you don't want to take me back as a son, I don't deserve it. So take me on as a servant. I will work for my keep. I will work to live. I will work to eat. And that's fine by me because I have taken your love and I have messed it up. And the Bible says he practiced this whole thing and then he went home. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him. And this evokes this image in my mind of a father who's daily sitting by the window hoping, no, trusting, no, in absolute faith that someday his son would remember how much he loved him and he would come back to him. And he says, while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and his father's heart began to pound. I mean, what kind of love is this? Heart pounding, probably sweaty palms. This kind of love is only described in romantic relationships, but where do we see coming from first? It came from God. And even though his father saw him from afar off and he had offended, the natural thing would be for his father to sit back and say, at least my son is home, let him come and apologize to me. I don't know about the rest of you, if you've hurt me, I want to get an apology. I will forgive, but at least let me have an apology. <laughs> and interestingly, I do this with my husband all the time. So I say to him, oh, that thing you did hurts me, so tell me you're sorry. And he would laugh and say, just tell me you're sorry. He said, but I've changed, I just tell me you're sorry. But that's not the father, that's not the father's style. And that's not love style. He said the father ran out to meet him. He met him halfway. Maybe because 
the boy could have changed his mind if he saw his father. Or maybe just because his father is a loving father. I don't know. I know that he ran out. He ran towards someone who had hurt him so badly. And he embraced him. And he kissed him. And the boy had this whole speech planned. So of course he started his speech. But verse 22 tells us that the father wasn't listening. You know why? Because he was busy preparing a huge reception for his son. It didn't matter. He didn't tell him, you know what, before you enter the house, tell me where you've been. Tell me how many women you've slept with. Tell me how many things you did. Tell me, did you kill anyone? Did you? He didn't ask him any questions. He just hugged him and took him back into the family. And this is his reason. He said, this is my son who was thought to be dead, but now he's alive. This is my son who was lost, but now he's found. And all I care about now is celebration. And this is how the father celebrates over you. I don't know what you've done or what you're planning to do this week. Before you think about asking for the lot that falls to you, before you think about getting into sin or doing something silly, think about how much the father loves you. Don't allow yourself get drawn into sin. This week is going to be one of those kind of weeks where guys come after girls, girls go after guys just to do the wrong thing. Think about the father's love and don't hurt him. And even if you've strayed, you've gone so far, let me tell you something. The father is sitting by the window waiting for your return. That's true love. And he's praying that you will come so he can meet you halfway. And so this morning, my challenge to you is I don't know where you are, But I hope that this podcast brings you to your senses this morning so that you can return to the love of God. The message I have for you this morning is that the Father loves you. And if you understand that the Father loves you, you too will walk in love. So this morning, my challenge is focus on the love of God. How? Read your Bible. Find out what he says about you and do it before you have breakfast. Good morning. This is such a wonderful way to start your day. Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Kunko.